to another episode of Give Us a Stay Our Daily Lou, and I'll read a piece out of the Bhagavad Gita, and I'll give you some thoughts to you. Oh, how you doing? Hope you're all having a lovely Wednesday. Hump day, midweek, almost there. We made it again, guys. <laughs> all right, let's get to it. So, uh, you know, I don't think I got to do a recap. You want to know what's going on. I mean, listen to the, that's that, you know, we're in the middle of, we're in the beginning, chapter two, self-realization, where Krishna is answering Arjuna's question of why do I have to fight? I don't want to do this, throws his bow down. He's just, he don't want to, he doesn't want none of this. He don't want a part of this shit. And this is Krishna's answers. So now we're on another shloka. This is Krishna talking to Arjuna. Almighty Arjuna, even if you believe the self to be subject to birth and death, you should not grieve. Death is inevitable for the living. Birth is inevitable for the dead. Since these are unavoidable, you should not sorrow. Every creature is unmanifested at first and then attains manifestation. When its end has come, it's once again becomes unmanifested what is there to laminate in this you guys hear that they're cutting stone let me close my window i'm gonna say that's one again once one bad one almighty arjuna even if you believe the self to be subject to birth and death, you should not grieve. Death is inevitable, inevitable for the living. Birth is inevitable for the dead. Since these are unavoidable, you should not sorrow. Every creature is unmanifested at first and then attains manifestation. When its end has come, it once again becomes unmanifested. What is there to laminate in this? Hmm. Some heavy shit. Some heavy shit. Even if you believe the self to be subject to birth and death, you should not grieve. Death is inevitable for the living. Birth is inevitable for the dead. That right there alone, that sentence blows minds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Death is inevitable for the living. Birth is inevitable for the dead. Because <laughs> we don't look at it that way, right? It's uh, this body, this whatever the fuck this thing is. And that's it. So when you die, that's it. Next, as if there's like the only thing that, that would mean there's no. What's the word I'm looking for? I used to do it all the time. Electrical work when I'm looking for continuity. There's no continuity then between anything. If that's kind of how you're going to look at it, just just this body that that's it. And this is it. No fucking way. There's just too much gangster shit that goes on to be like, this is it. Because then every time, oh, miracle, they're like, oh, you know, we get out of our own head about something. And it's like, we just can't explain the unexplainable because we're over here in this mind. And that's the way we'll look at it. Instead of maybe the way primitive people looked at it of like, yo, if you, you know, slipped on your way out to the hunt that day, maybe you don't go out and hunt because that's a way of source of forces we don't conceive or perceive to uh, tell us some shit. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? The primitive man had more of a psyche like that. 
they they respected what they couldn't see. We don't, you know, if it's not measurable, it doesn't exist. We live in a very scientific mind. We need to explain everything logically, rationally. So to hear something like this doesn't make sense to us most of the time. Every creature is unmanifested at first and then attains manifestation. So every creature is unmanifested at first and then attains manifestation. That means it existed before the manifestation. When it ends, when its end has come, it once again becomes unmanifested. That means it goes back into the unmanifest, but they're still in existence because it's unmanifest. It's something. It's different than the manifest. It's opposite. Dualism. What is there to laminate in this? No. Just started taking the course of the Gita. A lot of gangster shit we're learning. In the beginning right now of what exactly it all is and all that. You know, and I'm in a course with a bunch of people. You're hearing them ask questions and such, and I, I don't know, I'm nobody, right? But if I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I'm talking. It's my podcast, so listen. So to me, a lot of times we're trying to answer questions of the Gita in a rational, logical thinking mind that's based off of an ego. When I don't even think it's supposed to be perceived as such. You have to like get to it behind it. Behind how you as an individual personality are going to read the words and perceive it. So it doesn't mean you just read it once. To me, it's read a couple times to get to the true meaning, but you, not just that, to, to be able to read it in different perspectives of yourself, of what you even are, who you even think you are. Because if we think, if I think I'm just Louis Bombardieri, you know, all this fucking dripping luscious sex and humility, and that's it, I'd be reading this like... <laughs> Yeah, right. People are going to birth is guaranteed for those who die. Bullshit. You're dead. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because once I go, the ego goes. You know, we can't have that. That's why psychedelics and such talk of the ego death, the, the Bardos, the, um, the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Those are ego deaths. We touch on that in this culture in a small sense, when we go try things that are out of our comfort zone and say that's an ego death. You know, it's just a different stimulation that we're not used to. So there's going to be a natural force against for many. Some people thrive only in those discomforts. Uh, so many people run from them. So that's why when people do and we make such a, a fuss, which isn't a bad thing, I'm just saying. Otherwise, an ego death is to relinquish more and more, if even to, to, to make such a statement that I am destroying my ego by going and trying something new. It's past that. It's to relinquish the I thoughts, the me thoughts, the separation, the judgments and such, if you ask me. So, when we go over these, I just like to make clear is if what perspective 
what being are we reading or listening from? Because if it's simply of this world here, all this is just nonsense. And hey, listen, if you're listening, just have fun. Cool. I'm not, I don't care. You know, I'm just doing this anyway. You know, and if we're going to make content, I'm going to do the content that I enjoy doing already. And that's going to bring me to God and maybe you too. That's that. So I'll read it one more last to leave it to you on your Wednesday. Almighty Arjuna, even if you believe the self to be subject to birth and death, you should not grieve. Death, death is inevitable for the living. Birth is inevitable for the dead. Since these are unavoidable, you should not sorrow. Every creature is unmanifested at first and then attains manifestation. When its end has come, it's once again it once again becomes unmanifested. There is where is there to laminate in this? Also, with that ego death shit, it's like if you're gonna perceive yourself from the self they speak of here, then there's no manifested ego to even kill. It's just you're doing things. And the physical body, the personality is gonna feel a way about it. But that's it. And if you think like that, it might help you go do things more because you're so out of your anxiety and you're, oh, I suck at this. Oh, no. You know, all that stuff that we do. Because I think a lot of times what we're just living in right now is a very dramatic time because we got nothing else to do. We've ran so far from God and, and the psyche and all that that uh, we really ran the gambit. You know, how many people like discovered, you know, the promises of the modern world in the sense of like, hey guys, go get your money and your accomplishments and your businesses and you're this and you're this and you're this and the people are still miserable or not fulfilled. So all these things that this world in which we live has promised us of fulfillment isn't fulfilling us and maybe that's where there could be a time of despair that we're almost on the brink of another one. This one could be at the end of it in the time of iron and fire. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just talking shit that I read. Just throwing dots, dots. I'm throwing, throwing dots out there to you. Like dots and thoughts. I'm throwing dots at you. All right. Have a great Wednesday. And thank you for tuning in to WLOU. Smooth sounds of the Bhagavad Gita.